Blog Talk Radio. There's a wellness revolution. People are sick and tired of the sick care model. We're in a health crisis. Obesity on the rise. Heart disease. Cancer continues to go up. People dying from prescription drugs. Something has to change. And it begins with us. your host, Dr. Vic Manzo with Wellness Smart Radio, educating about the truth on healthcare and empowering the human spirit. And now here's your one and only, Dr. Vic Manzo. Pleasure to have you on. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following us. Uh, we have been a little MIA with a few things going on, but we are back up and running uh, full steam ahead as we start changing up a little bit of what we do here at Wellness Smart Radio. One of the things we're going to start doing is having shorter segment radio shows, about 20 to 30 minutes uh, max, just to give you enough of a punchline to give you some information, and then we're going to become a hub spot to connect you to, if you want more, uh, for coming to, if you're in the Illinois area, in the Grange region, you can come and connect with us at the Wellness Path, one of the most uh, uh, innovative holistic wellness centers in the Midwest. And so we're looking to shift gears here to really give you perspective to cut it down shorter because time is, you know, it's relevant. Uh, we only are given a certain amount of time in a day, and we can't get that back. So I want to make sure I can give you enough information, very short, very sweet, uh, to get you going, to empower you on wellness, to help you get towards and achieve or stay on your path of wellness. So I want to thank you again. Today's show is really, um, there has been so much heated debate in the last couple of months. I've been getting uh, on Facebook, I've been trying to share information, to share a different perspective, to share a different side. And I'd be telling you, it's, I've been getting ridiculed. I've been called not a real doctor. I've been saying I'm unbiased. Um, I've been called a lot of different names on Facebook. And it's interesting because, you know, I, I jump into these debates thinking that's an open mind, open thinking. Let me give a different perspective so people can see things in a different realm. And uh, it's amazing how this topic is so heated and people are so tied emotionally to something and they fight for this. This is what fascinates me. People will fight to defend that the choice that they made to their children, whether if you're for or against vaccines, but if you vaccinated your children, you fight to defend to say that's the best thing in the world without understanding all the science. In my life and how I live it and how I educate my patients on this is it's pro-choice. You choose. But make sure you understand both sides. Make sure you understand the risks 
versus the benefits. Because what what's alarming, and people are making fun of a lot of mothers in California because they're not vaccinating, is because they're educating themselves on the other side. And they're seeing, wait a minute, why would I put mercury in my child? It's the most neurotoxin known to man. Why am I going to let my kid have aborted fetal tissues, proteins, fragmented proteins in them from a vaccine? It doesn't make sense. Why do I want them to have that? Autism, ADHD, autism spectrum. You have sensory integration disorders. I mean, all these different conditions. And, you know, people are seeing this and going, wait a minute here. We got all these things going on. I just don't feel comfortable with it. And they're educating themselves. But then again, they get ridiculed for educating themselves. This is what is fascinating about all this. And I think pharmaceutical companies and the media have done a wonderful job really portraying this to the masses of America to make these people seem crazy. And the fact is they're just educated. They educated themselves. I'm not talking education like a college degree, although the media portrays it that way. I'm talking they're just educating themselves to see exactly what it is, if it's beneficial for them or not. And in today's show, I really just want to give you a few segments to get you thinking a different perspective, just to see it from a different side. Because I come from a common sense per, uh, common sense uh, area. I come from a common sense position to where I look at things and say, you know what, that sounds great, but let me see what the, what, what's the correlations here. You say that vaccines saved us from all these diseases. Okay, let me see the graphs. Let me see the trends of all these diseases that vaccines saved us from and see what that's showing because that's going to show us something, and if it's true, then so be it. Um, and I'm going to share with you the, the science that's really out there because here's the shocking news, guys. If you're listening to the show and if you're going to – the one thing I want to share with you today is that's going to really blow your mind is that there hasn't been – one scientific study or research that has proven that vaccines are safe and effective. I'll reiterate that one more time. There has not been one scientific study or research that has proven that vaccines are safe and effective. But yet we're giving them to millions upon millions of people in the United States drastically without knowing if they're safe and effective. To me, that's a little scary. To me, that's not good science. That's pseudoscience. You give out a vaccine without proving that it works, without proving that it's effective. Now, critics come back and say, no, the measles virus, the measles vaccine is 95% effective. And before I get into all this, and make it seem like I'm an anti-vaxxer, which I'm not, I'm pro-choice. Parents should have the right, an American should have the right to choose what they want to do with their body. They should have that right. It's their given body. Our bodies are not not owned by the government by any means. It's our body, and we choose what we want to do with it. It's the temple of our soul. It's the house your soul resides in. We get to choose what we want to do with it. So that being said, first argument tonight that I, today I want to share with you is they state, and I say they, the medical model, the media, vaccines saved us from all these municipal diseases that were, would wipe us off the face of the planet. 
I have two arguments to that. My first one is, if that's true, we wouldn't be here today because we would have died from all those diseases. Number one. Number two, they always push polio. Medical model always pushes the polio analogy. Well, vaccines is what eradicated polio. First off, it didn't because polio is coming back. And 70-something percent of the people who are getting polio from, are vaccinated. Number two, if you look at the trends, and you guys, you can Google this, and I'm, I'm telling you, this is just take everything for a grain of salt today and really Google it. But if you look at the trends of polio, you will see that in 1900, there was over 51,000 deaths from the polio virus. In 1951, right before the polio vaccine was released, right before, there was only 1,700 and some odd deaths from polio. So they're going to say, hey, vaccine has eradicated polio, but what about the 50,000 deaths that we've reduced from in just 50 years? I mean, think about it. We're losing 1,000 every year less deaths. And what people don't realize is they don't do the research. They just believe the authority and just take it in is that the biggest thing that helped us thrive and you know, defend our bodies through these immunocable diseases like the measles and the mumps and the rubella and the polio and all these different diseases that they vaccinate for now was not because of vaccines that saved us, but from nutrition and sanitary lifestyle. And if you think this is not true, look, at, look in India where polio is back on the rise. And then take a look at their food, water, and sanitary lifestyle, and you'll see that it's not the cleanest. People say it's crazy what I say. But let me tell you something. They thought the doctor who said, wash hands before you deliver a baby, and you will save a baby's life. And they thought he was crazy. But then they started doing it, and they noticed infant mortality went down when they started washing hands before delivering a baby. Hmm, interesting. So the thing is, with the polio, with the measles, all these different ones, I mean, measles at one point was over a million deaths a year. And then it came down to 400,000 or 4,000, if I'm not mistaken. I apologize, 4,000. Um, it wasn't a million, 10 million. It was 100,000. But long story short, the, I mean, and measles changes up and down throughout the time period. But when the vaccine came out in 1963, measles was almost obsolete, obsolete already. I think there was only 453 deaths that year before the vaccine even came out compared to the thousands that we were having before. So, guys, it's, it's, it's looking at things and understand that nutrition and sanitary lifestyles, what helps us? And why is that? And, and I'm going to just be very brief with this, but sanitary and nutrition is what's helped build your immune system, and our immune system is getting bigger, better, and stronger. And they get better, better, and stronger, they can fight these things off a lot easier. And it's the same concept with the flu vaccine. I've been in many discussions about this. And even though what blows my mind about this, and I've shared this on my radio shows, please check them out, the flu, the flu part one, part two, and part three series that I've done, and you'll know all the science that you need to know about the flu vaccine and how it doesn't work. But even the Cochrane Review, it's, a, it's the gold standard in the medical model to determine the effectiveness of a drug, the effectiveness of a drug. And the Cochrane Review stated that the flu vaccine does not prevent any less deaths in the elderly, in the infant, in children, in adults. It said it's ineffective. It doesn't change anything. If you get vaccinated or you don't, the same number of people are going to die regardless. And the reason why people die is not because they don't have a vaccine in them. People die because from the flu. It's because of having a weak immune system. 
Our focus needs to get away from this whole entire, we need to worry about what vaccine should be next. Instead, we should focus on, hey, you know what, let's, see, let's focus on things that build the immune system. Let's focus on things like chiropractic care, which is the best thing out there in the world today that boosts your immune system. Let's do things like proper nutrition. Let's do things like exercise, meditation, yoga, positive mindset. I can't tell you how important positive mindset is. I'm doing this whole series now with my patients, and I'm going to have workshops in my office teaching people about positive mindset and how to visualizations and what that does because one negative thought drops your immune system, one negative thought. And do we live more in a positive world or a negative world? And the more negative that we get, the more issues we're going to see. And that's what we're seeing today. The other correlation with vaccines, and I may sound like I'm on a soapbox today, but it's just something I really wanted to get out there to my listeners. And as we start changing what we're doing here on Wellness Smart, uh, the Wellness, Wellness Smart Radio, we're changing a lot. And we're going to really get a lot of great information out there to you guys so that you guys have army, you have some arsenal, some ammo to really make the choices that you think are best for you. And at the end of the day, it was your choice, and your choice is the right choice. So regardless what happens, you have the choice to make, and it's important to you. If you make that choice, it's the right choice because you made it. Regardless of the consequences. That being said, the other correlation is vaccines with autism and vaccines with diseases. Now, diseases I'm talking in generalization. Now, we've noticed that the more vaccines that are administered, we see higher rates of autism. It's correlated across the whole entire board. I forgot it was one out of 10,000 kids in 1980. Now it's one out of 63, and it's one out of 44 boys today. And the vaccine schedule keeps on getting more and more and more. But it's interesting that the people who vaccinate who are less, like people in Japan, which vaccinate very little, um, they find out they're less than autism. Amish communities that don't vaccinate at all don't even have autism. Now, I'm not trying to say that vaccines cause autism because that's not true. It's just like saying smoking causes lung cancer, which is not true. But what I am doing and what my research has shown me in the last seven years looking at vaccines and what they do to the brain, your nervous system, blood flow to the brain, and doctor, another doctor who, had, who unfortunately died an early death, um, but he came out with a lot of research that was going to break down the vaccine companies uh, and make them show that how fraudulent they are. But long story short, you had, um, with that being said, vaccines are a factor to autism, just like smoking is a factor to lung cancer. It's not the cause. It's a huge factor. But you have to look at also things like glyphosate, which is a pesticide. It's also a GMO product that they put in corn. Glyphosate, people who have higher levels, kids consuming glyphosate in their diet, increases their chances of having autism and autistic conditions, spectrum disorders, and so forth. Also, the artificial coloring in foods, what it does to the brain, how it becomes hyperactive, it helps, it helps excitotoxins like MSG. These are other things that cause autism and other things in the body. It's the toxins in our food and our water that are also causing this, that play a huge role. In my research that I've done, I've seen that 60% of the time vaccines cause the issue. 40% of the time, it's nutrition and diet. People are trying to look for a gene to say, hey, this person has the gene of autism. Folks, we have to give up the gene theory. It doesn't work. It's not true. It's been, you know, I don't know how people were sold on this. I really don't know how they were. I'm a doctor. I'm a physician. Chiropractors study four to 500 hours more than a medical doctor, four to 500 hours more. And we study the same stuff within the first year, year and a half. So 
So people want to call us a chiropractor, not a real doctor. The real, the ones who know more about the body are chiropractors. We understand the physiology of the body, the anatomy of the body, the nervous system, the neurological aspects better than any neurologist or anyone that's out there because we go so in-depth with it. And that being said, when we look at things like autism, it's, 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 when we look at the body as a whole, you know, we, we, we're destroying it little at a time. The effects of mercury, I mean, one vaccine, blows my mind about this, one vaccine given to an adult has 25 times the amount of allowed mercury within their body. Actually, research shows from the EPA, Environmental Protection Agency, states that one flu vaccine to an adult has 25,000 times the amount more of mercury um, that's allowed in water, and they put that in the body. You can't drink mercury in water that much, but we'll inject you with it, and it's perfectly fine. This is the mentality of the medical model. This is the mentality of it. I've always challenged doctors and, and anyone who's for vaccines 100%. I tell them, take all the ingredients of a vaccine, put it in a cup, and drink it if you think it's safe. If you don't think it's safe, why do you think it's safe to put it, to put it injected in your body to bypass all your digestive systems and all the protective mechanisms that come into the body? As we go back to genes, chiropractic, again, chiropractors understand genes better than anyone in a sense of what I mean by this. Our genes have not changed in the last 20,000 years, okay? Let's just put that into perspective. This is pure science here. They've done research on our genes because the medical model has always said genes, genes, genes. It's because your mother had it, you're going to have it, this and that. And they blame it all on the genes, saying we have faulty genes. Now we need chemicals to put it in our body to alter that which we've been sold on, and people follow it religiously. But the problem is that's false. What they're doing is creating havoc on your body. Your genes, our genes have not changed. Our genes haven't changed in the last 100 years, let alone the last 20,000 years. So what makes the difference? We need to wake up. We need to understand that our genes haven't changed. The only thing that really has changed is our environment. Our environment, the air we breathe, the food we eat, the water we drink, the lifestyles we're living, the stress load at work, family issues, so forth. It's that stuff that has changed, not the other way around. And if you don't think that's true, research epigenetics. Look at Bruce Lipton's work. Epigenetics, what's above the genes. And what controls our genes is our environment. So if we're putting poisons into our body, and I say poisons because Mercury is a poison in our body. Aluminum creates a poison. It's a poison to our body. Formaldehyde is a carcinogenic. Antibiotics, abortifetal tissue. These are things that create to they're toxins to our body. They cause havoc on our health. That being said, you put these into a baby without even having an immune system at one year old, what's that going to do to them? What kind of disorders is that going to create? Their body can't even protect itself. And the medical model will say they don't have an immune system in the first year. That's why they need vaccines. No, they don't. the vaccines are put in there to create a response from the immune system, but they don't have an immune system to create a response. It's, it's just so illogical. If you don't have an immune system and you're putting a vaccine in there to create a response from the immune system to create antibodies, but you don't have the immune system, how's it going to work? This is why breast milk is so important. It's so imperative for a baby to have in the first year minimum.
because the mother's breast milk has natural immunity-biting properties to help keep the baby healthy. And babies who are breastfed from a mother who's healthy, who's on a good diet, adjusted, exercising, and so forth, has been shown to help the baby's health drastically, help to build their gut bacteria healthy. Now, I may have went on a little bit of a tangent here, but I really want to get this information out because it's really heartening. And the reason behind it all is because right now, as I'm speaking, there's 110 bills trying to be passed in the United States about vaccines right now. And whether you're for or against, that's not the point. Some of these vaccines are trying to mandate vaccines upon our children. And to me, that's a violation of our freedom. And regardless if you think vaccines are the most greatest thing in the world, the thing is, you should never force anything upon anyone. If this is the land of the free and the land of choice, which, in my opinion, we're losing more and more opportunities of choice, and we're being forced and governments regulating more and more of everything that we do with our lives, and we're allowing it for the sake of a false safety, the vaccines are no different. The flu vaccine was ineffective this year. Cochrane Review says it's ineffective every year. When you take the measles vaccine or any vaccine, you always have to have boosters because it doesn't work. It's not, it's not effective. People have given, they have had trusted and given their life and health to man. Instead of trusting in the power of the body. And you can say man versus God, and some people go that route, but I'm just sticking to the point of what your body is. Our bodies have been around. The human body, you look at different research, they're finding now millions of years. But regardless how long it's been, 5,000, 10,000, 30,000, million, our bodies have been there. There's a wisdom to that. And, and, and that being said, that wisdom, that power, I trust in that more than anything. I had a declining health at 19 years old. The medical model wanted to pound medications in me. That's what they said. I had a TMJ issue. A dentist said I need to break my jaw and reset it back because my jaw wasn't grown properly. But I've had all these things I told I was supposed to be on medications the rest of my life for because of the conditions I had. And instead I went to a chiropractor, a chiropractor who was vitalistic, which means they believe in the power of the body that heals the body. That the body breaks down not because it's fragile or bad genes. It breaks down because it's not adapting well to its environment. And when you're not adapting well to your environment, you're going to have dysfunction. And over time, dysfunction breaks down, and there's a limitation of matter to how much your body can keep up with it. Your body's a super machine. Just look at all the stories of people who rebounded from cancer without chemo and radiation. Just take a look. The medical model is not health. It has never been. It's not designed to. And if you choose that as your health, God be it. You know, that's the choice you make. But you're going to lose out on the poor quality of life. Because what I've seen in my short career, and what I've seen with chiropractors over, find my mentors of over 500 years of chiropractic experience, their stories are all the same. People who get adjusted live a higher quality of life. They, live, they have more life to their years and years to their life. The medical model is sick care. It's not designed to bring health to you. It's designed to for traumatic and emergency situations. When we look at vaccines, 
and I'm just going to state this one last fact for today. I gave a lot of information. I hope I didn't overwhelm you. But when you look at vaccines and you look at America as a whole, we are ranked 37 out of 42 industrialized nations based on the World Health Organization. That's where America's health status is. But yet we want to continue vaccinating more because we're concerned about all these viruses. But we're, our health system is so low. But then we still keep on saying, oh, we've got to give more medications to people. We've got to get more vaccines. We have a very depressed environment. You know, everyone's depressed. We need to give them antidepressants and more and more drugs. But it's not that. Not at all. Because we're ranked 37 out of 42 industrial nations. And on the top 11 industrialized nations, we're ranked 11th. We're dead last. But if we think vaccines are the, the miracle cure to everything, then let me ask a question of why the United States is ranked number one when it comes to infant mortality. We're ranked number one. There's third world countries that have better, lower infant mortality rates than America. And they don't vaccinate a lot. They don't even go to the hospital to give birth. They do midwives and doulas, 87% of them. So the thing is, you know, the medical model looks at, like, pregnancy as a, as a disease, and you have to get it out immediately. But it's not that. It's a beautiful process. How do we do it for so long without all that? Now, I'm not saying there's not complications, but they only happen 10% of the time. But what the medical model did is made it seem like it's 90% of the time, and they sell you on that fear. And that's why it's become the business that it is today. My message today is to give you hope, to know that your body can overcome anything and do anything that it needs. Sometimes the medical model tries to sell you on life expectancy and say that due to medication and, and, and so forth, vaccines and all that, we're living a longer life. I want to tell you that that's not really true. Based on my research, we've, we've had people living in the 80s, 90s, and 100s all throughout history. Take a look at Einstein, Plato, all these guys, all, all, all these famous philosophers and so forth. They lived a very nice long life. Buddha, 20 two, over 2,000 years ago, lived into his 80s. The thing was, it wasn't about how long people lived. People were living a long life. The issue we had back then was infectious diseases, like bacterial infections and things like that, with poor nutrition and poor sanitary lifestyle to the infants. And we were seeing more of that than anything. Because if you have someone who lives to 100 and someone who lives one year old, the life expectancy is 51. And that's why you've seen it so low. But as we are living longer and we are, our nutrition and sanitary lifestyle is better, this is why we're thriving. So the message today is believe in the power of the body of what you have. And research mercury and what it does to the body, thimerosal. Research aluminum. Research formaldehyde. Research antibiotics. Research MSG, monosodium glutamate. Research abortifetal tissue. Research monkey, pig, sheep, blood that they grow these vaccines off. Know what that does to your body. Research SV80, the cancer virus. And know what that does to the body and find out. If you want more information, please email me at wellnessmartradio at gmail.com, and I'll provide any information that you need on one side. But have the faith in your body to know that we can overcome. And regardless, whatever you choose, if you believe that it's okay and it's still good to do vaccines, then fine. But know both sides. That's my story today. 
I want to thank you guys for listening. Please check us out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash wellnessmartradio. Check me out on Twitter. My handle is DrVic, D-R-V-I-C 21. Um, you know, look forward to seeing you guys next time. I hope you enjoyed this. We're going to keep our segments nice and short but very effective. So until then, be well, live well. The choice is yours.